Previously on Marvel Cinematic University. So basically, so he said we're ready to launch. Mm -hmm. And so a couple episodes ago, we see that Project Cataract was uh, mm -hmm. something that Darcy found on, on mm -hmm. the firewall. Mm -hmm. So my theory on that is, is uh, Cataract is obviously a, a meaning of blurred vision. Mm -hmm. Referencing obviously vision. I'm thinking that... Since we saw when Vision was fading away at um, at the outside of the hex when he got outside, and Hayward and the rest of them didn't seem interested in doing anything about it, my assumption is that Wanda didn't actually take Vision's body from uh, Sword. They were able to keep Vision's body, and they made their own Vision. My assumption is that Hayward, the the Project Cataract, is them launching Vision into that hex to do whatever and mm -hmm. and he's um he's gonna be their weapon uh west coast avengers issues 42 to 45 you really you i've seen you tweet it. it i've seen you tweet it yeah uh yeah vision quest is when they get a there's a new vision built uh it's a white one and um i think if they're bold mm -hmm. if marvel's really really bold mm -hmm. they're gonna bring the white vision Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Marvel Cinematic University. Uh, before I introduce everyone, I just want to clarify what you just heard was, of course, Anthony Canton III's correct predictions for this last episode of WandaVision. We'll get into that in a second, but I made sure to put them <laughs> up top like AC requested. Uh, I am one of your co-hosts, Jay Christie, joined as always by Anthony Canton III. Anthony, how are you? Oh, greetings and salutations, everybody. It's going to be a wonderful night. I'm looking forward to this. Yes. We're also joined by Jerome Chang. Jerome, how are you? There's a literal glow around AC right now. I'm yeah. happy for him. <laughs> and we have a special guest. Um, he's returning to the pod. You know him from uh, Peacock's brother from another and a bunch of other sports TV things, you know. And we're so excited to have him again. Michael Smith. Michael, how are you? I'm good. Can you introduce me like that all the time? Like I, I, a bunch of other sports TV things. That is exactly how I would like to describe. <laughs> I, you know, I was, career. I was going to go that's, through them like, no, no, I hate, no, please don't. No, no, it's perfect. I'm okay. serious. I'm not even okay. joking. Oh, okay, like, good. I hate, I hate the resume intro, <laughs> a bunch of other sports shit. The dude talks on TV for a living. You may know him, you may not. He's a fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is what's most important. So, I mean, I, I, I really was trying to think of what the one thing, it's like, man, I saw I saw you first on that, saw you this on that. I think you know? we can throw on, like, I mean, in the context here, can we throw on former Fat Thor Avi? Like, mm -hmm. I think that's definitely yeah. Really yeah. That's yeah. right up there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're just going to I'm back yeah. now, though. Oh, I'm yeah. Back <laughs> it's by, good to see your way, face again. By the way, uh, yeah, like I've, uh, you know, I've been inspired. I've uh, I've called for Stormbreaker and uh, Emil mm. Deere, and I, let's kill him properly this time. And, like, <laughs> since I watched, since I watched the, the final, you know, battle of Endgame, you know, three, four times a week, uh, I was watching <laughs> it the other day, and, man, like, Lois the key Fat Thor fucking held it down. Like, oh, I understand. Yeah. I understand that, like, you know, he almost had Stormbreaker push into his chest and, and mm -hmm. Thanos beat the shit out of him. But there was not a better move than him than Fat Thor sliding underneath mm -hmm. Thor's uh Thanos' uh sword and 
and you know, and throwing Stormberg at him. It was like he just he was he was quick on his feet for a fact. The agility guy, and the way. flexibility yes. was all there still. Like yes. you didn't you didn't feel like the rust being there in any place. I think it's just no. once the thunder hits, he's <laughs> back on his game. Just as long as we're all in agreement. That's yeah, it. I mean, one hundred percent. I mean, a big guy who moves like that, he's basically like Jerome Bettis. I mean, it just really <laughs> uh, unbelievable performance. <laughs> Uh, no, but we just want to start out because as uh, and Michael, I, I want to tell you about this. So this entire time we'll be doing the WandaVision pods, AC's had his theories and whatever. And we've kind of been like, ah, oh, AC, that's convoluted and that's not going to happen. And in the last episode, AC came up with his theory of what was going to happen. And besides one detail, I think he went like seven for seven on all yeah. of it. Yeah, no, it's it's as good as you could get. Like it's it's shooting practically perfect from the field, and like anyone else, really. Yes. Yeah. So, AC, it. go over what you got right. I think is what we should have you do. All right. So then so we can use that as a way to talk about those things. Mm. All right. So basically, before I read the statement that I have prepared for oh tonight, oh, wow. uh, <laughs> what I had said was, um, I had said that your man's Hayward, evil man's Hayward, as a. Uh, We've uh, been accustomed you to seeing on. That. Whoa, 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 we the we. I mean, oh as no, much as we're I say as point. we've been accustomed to oh. seeing oh, on okay. the show. Got it. Okay, 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 that okay, y'all okay. thought is. See, okay, okay. y'all look at y'all jumping and coming to get me again mm-hmm. as you did last week. Look, we all thought but he I'm was gonna let evil. it slide. <laughs> I'm gonna let it slide, but brother, I'm just reclaiming my time. Let me just okay. talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. So basically, I said that Hayward, um, basically in episode four when he talked to Monica for the first time, he was yep. like, oh, we got out of the space stuff. We're not doing that no more. We out of that game. We doing robotics and AI and nanotech. And I, and, and then I thought about it last week uh, before the episode aired. And then, you know, we hear about Project Cataract. And then I'm thinking about the definition of cataract is, uh, you know, almost like a blinded vision, almost like a white vision per se. And then I think about the comic books, uh, West Coast Avenger issues 42 to 45, where uh, Vision's body is scattered across the country. Uh, Wanda's going to look for him. And then they find out that they can't repair him. So uh, Hank Pym repairs him. And lo and behold, we got a white vision. So before the before the before we recorded last week, this was Monday, I was sitting. I I wasn't sitting on the toilet like Hank and Breaking Bad, but I did have the same exact reaction as Hank and Breaking Bad when I realized that. Oh wait a minute! They've been telling us the whole entire time that this was gonna happen, <laughs> and because over here I'm crazy with the theories, thinking about this is happening and this is happening and this is happening. I didn't see it until that moment. I'm like, okay, we're gonna see this, whether it's the finale or this episode here. We're gonna see it. So I came on the pod last Tuesday. And I was like, I think this is going to happen. And then Jake went full white man. He went with the whole, well, you know, guys, I don't think this is going to happen at all. It's not going to happen. Stephanie went with the whole theory board thing. Oh, you off the theory board. Don't worry. She's going to get some work later this week uh, regarding that. And um, Jerome's just been dunking on me with the old man stuff since the start of uh, WandaVision. So, you know. I mean, uh, that's I will been, continue uh, doing that. Yeah, that has nothing to like, do with that. Just, that no, 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 I'm just saying, I'm adding <laughs> yeah. it all in. But the point is, the point is, is that, uh, you know, lo and behold, we watched the episode last Friday. You know, I woke up a little early. I took a look and I was like, huh. Oh, oh, OK. You know, I did the whole Oprah gif where you just, you know, put the hands up and then you just like, listen, I know I know what time it is. So 
in honor of that, I prepared a statement for tonight to read to the, oh, and this is direct, this is directed to the audience because wait, this uh, I do appreciate you guys showing <laughs> oh so god. much love to me over the weekend. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. So last week on Marvel Cinematic University, I had an incredibly wild and implausible theory about vision, at least to some of my colleagues. Now, on this show, I am the one who, if history remembers, predicted a good portion of the plot of Avengers Endgame. Given that fact, it was quite shocking that I got as much pushback as I did. I even had my great producer go the whole, like, no way this happens, it's not happening. And then my road dog, Stephanie, which hurt me a little bit, she said, I'm off the board. And, you know, Jerome been dunking on me since the show started. So, you know, it is what it is. Guys, I'm not off the board. The board's just getting started. At the end of the day, though, I'm not here to change your minds. I'm just here to give the actual factual. I can't help if y'all didn't have the vision. Y'all didn't have the vision. When it comes to being prepared and doing the work, as the great Howard Bryant once told me, I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. Put some respect on my name. And I, I gotta say, I'm just not the hero type, clearly. With this laundry list of character defects, all the mistakes I made, the truth is, I am the Easter egg god. Oh my god, that that was a lot. Good job, but that was well played. I yeah, like I, I, I think well the one thing I will say is just because I'm me and I'm petty, you did say that the vision we were seeing in the show was from a oh, different oh, dimension, I mean, and that's not true. That's not true. So, and, uh, well, <laughs> you know, like I mean, one thing, like you know, I'm, I'm sorry, no, I'm like I, I can't do everything. <laughs> I, I mean, I, no, I can't carry all the weight. I would say the thing, the thing that you got right, which I think is the thing that was pro what your whole thing was predicated on, which I just did not have the vision to see, was that mm. you said from like the beginning, I don't think that Wanda actually stole Vision. That you were like, this was a lie. She didn't actually steal vision and i'm like that's stupid why would they do that but because you know your man's hayward is an evil i, I evil didn't punk. necessarily believe that either like i, just, I was yeah. i wasn't out here saying that that was an insane thought so i want to go to michael smith uh now yeah, you've funny. obviously interviewed i assume a lot of blow our braggadocious athletes in your day have you ever seen have you ever spoken to an athlete who is as gloaty as our good friend anthony canton third just was where he prepared <laughs> a whole statement just to make fun of his quote-unquote friends um I'm actually I going I to, I, yeah, I'm actually going to reject the premise because if it was me, I'd have gone harder. That's so fair. I yeah, actually, it didn't feel hard enough. That's yeah, I, I mean, I yeah, like I, I'm was, sensitive, but that that's that's yeah. the kindness and wonderfulness yes. that is AC. So yeah, uh, no, that was that was nice. I mean, was that, he nice. has every reason to take a victory lap right now. Yeah, every I definitely poo pooed him way too much. But uh, speaking of which, though, um, just generally before we get into the specific stuff with the episode. Uh, Michael, what were you thinking was going on? Like, how did you, as this has been going on, where, where were your theories at? Where was your general direction at? Oh, how right or wrong have you been? Oh, I, I don't want to disappoint you guys. Like, y'all on some deep cut shit. Like, I I am not as uh, well-versed on uh, the, the relationship and the history of Wanda and Vision to have been able to predict mm -hmm. anything about this yeah. show. The only thing I knew that was coming, only thing I knew was that Agatha, mm -hmm. or, excuse me, Agnes was Agatha Harkness. I yeah. knew that. I, 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 I was waiting for them to reveal her. Mm -hmm. um, so that was, that's the only thing that did not yeah. surprise me. Uh, but in terms of um, the white vision, did not see that one coming. Um, did not, know that wanda uh, manifested vision 
Mm-hmm. Uh, did, I, I bought, I did buy that they that she stole them, and I thought, but I thought it was brilliant to go back and uh, and show what really happened the way yeah. that they did. And uh, I would say, you know, generally speaking, because I, I, I'm just sorry if this is a boring answer. I've mm-hmm. just enjoyed it. I've just sat back and enjoyed mm-hmm. oh, it. Oh, absolutely. The unpredictability mm-hmm. of it, and it's mm-hmm. been a. I haven't been this excited to watch something. Since most things are, are you know, you, they're binge watchable nowadays, they drop an entire series. I'm trying to remember the last time I looked forward to a show the way I look forward to every mm. Friday now. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's been a while. Yeah, and I, I dare I say it, you know, I was telling somebody the other day, this is one of the best things that Marvel's ever done. Oh, yeah. And, oh, I'm, yeah. and I'm, I'm gonna be a prisoner in a moment and say it's the best acted, uh project like that's i I think that's just not unfair yeah that's that that seems pretty on point just because i think also when you think about the movie format you just don't get to draw things out the way you're able to correct with uh there's so much humanity on display yeah man when when vision told wanda what is grief but love persevering i almost Mm. lost my shit Mm -hmm. i mean like i'm Uh, like like who like this is this i feel like and it's funny They've obviously been inspired by the sitcoms, but I feel like I'm watching This Is Us. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I feel like I'm watching mm-hmm. is This Is Us. Mm-hmm. And I don't even it's fuck with This Is Us like that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm watching something mm-hmm. like that. Like, you know, <laughs> it's such a, I, I feel so connected to Wanda and Vision uh, from a human place, more mm-hmm. so than really any other Marvel project. The only other Marvel project that I felt like, okay, all of us make, all of it is. Spider-Man, is the little guy in Queen, mm-hmm. so there's some believability there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I would say the realistic Marvel project and why it was for the longest time my favorite was Winter Soldier. Winter mm-hmm. Soldier was a spy drama. Mm-hmm. You know, Winter right. Soldier was Bond, it was born, you know, it was it, you know, so this one just I feel like such a deep, deep connection to Wanda and Vision and their love and their romance and this story. It's just so no. I mean, I'm sorry, long-winded way of saying like I didn't get caught up in in theories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just kind of sat back and enjoyed this ride, and I'm just mm-hmm. upset that it's about to end. I, yeah, and you know, I I I want to jump in just because you mentioned Winter Soldier, and that's such a good comparison in terms of just how tight and how strong the writing and acting is. Like yeah. I I I talk to the guys all the time about Winter Soldier. I think like on paper, it's such a strong film. Uh, what kind of like pulls me away from at least like when I think about it specifically in a Marvel context mm-hmm. is that it's so grounded that sometimes I can't I don't even feel like it's a comic book property right. no it that almost know. like works against it when I think about like what I kind of want to get out of a Marvel experience yeah. um, specifically and yet with Wanda you kind of get that you do get that but you also live in this fantastical world of powers and just superhuman mm-hmm. moments just that like seem right out of a page and like i mean ac talking about like having this white vision uh like this west coast avengers thing and pulling all that in and being so connected in um i think it's a really fantastic thing yeah. and you know what else is far- is crazy is that mm-hmm. we've gone eight episodes and you can count all one hand when wanda did some scarlet witch shit yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Like, this is not this has not been a series about their abilities or their powers. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you saw Wanda, she literally created this entire world mm-hmm. through her through mm-hmm. her powers, but 
It's not like a CGI fest the way that you would like. Well, no, I think it's not her kicking Thanos' ass. Exactly. No, and the thing is, it's it's not just that. Like, while the entire thing is predicated on her using her powers, and she uses her powers periodically all the time, whereas in, like, a fight scene, her powers are, like, the main thing involved in the conflict. Like, the Mm -hmm. conflicts of each episode of WandaVision have nothing to do with – they're not solved by powers ever. You know what I mean? They're not – they're they're sitcom-type conflicts or drama conflicts and i think that that's just what you get when you have the time powers are the manifestation of the like human drama exactly yes i mean she's throwing a few you know hexes or whatever you call them at at people when it's necessary and when she walked out that motherfucker and stepped to and stepped to the sword folks that was like the moment but other than that she's tried to you know hide her powers at one point and then beyond Mm. that it's been some it's been very bewitched like but not Right. Not where it's like, yeah. you know, that's the, like you, they, they found a way to take the most powerful Avenger and humanize her. And I and man, last episode, bro, it's just and I, I tweeted this. And, and of course, mm-hmm. you know, you get people that don't understand oh, things yeah. of, like, the nature of Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, it, Age of Ultron, you know, and I've watched it recently. Age of Ultron wasn't good. Like by comparison, it no, just wasn't right. Oh, no, yeah, no, no, absolutely. I watched it this but weekend, it too, was so fucking necessary. Like, right, the entire yeah. this is everything about everything about the MCU since Age of Ultron goes back to the MCU. The entire mm-hmm. Civil War, the Sokovia Accord mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. based on wait for it, Sokovia, yeah, you know, like MC, the, Ultron changed everything mm-hmm. and introduced the concept of the end game. Mm-hmm. How many callbacks were there? In Endgame, just from Ultron. Not to mm-hmm. mention, it gave us Vision and the Scarlet Witch. It just—it it was such a necessary film that right. even if it wasn't the best executed, it—I can't imagine. Like everything else, just—it it, it all came from that. Like, yeah, Avengers brought them all together. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there were different movies. You know, whether it's Civil War, Winter mm-hmm. Soldier, that introduced certain characters like Black Panther, what have you, mm-hmm. but. Ultron was the linchpin the way season two of The Wire was like. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching The Wire and being like, damn, season two is boring. Like, nah, man, you needed the fucking docs. Like, you needed mm-hmm. season two yeah. to really get season three and four. Season three and four are the best seasons with yeah. apologies to season one. We, we act like season five doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> so, it's like, you know, but in order to get to season three and four, you had to have season two, even if it wasn't your favorite, it was probably just as important. It was foundational and critical. Likewise, Ultron was so foundational and critical to every ensuing chapter, uh, you know, in the MCU. It's, it's I really, think, really um... fascinating to back on. Yeah. You know, I like, I like that you bring that up, but I think that's also just a credit of how much like creators have figured out how to make a Marvel property now because mm-hmm. when they made Age of Ultron, it was definitely burdened by first having to follow up the Avengers, but also having to plant all these seeds in the kind of mm-hmm. way that it got in the way of having like a strongly executed type movie because it needed to do all these things, all this service. And I think what they have figured out also because, you know, now things get to play out and they don't have to do so much planting of seeds. Um, they just had this right balance of hitting everything that you need to hit to plant the seeds for what's to come, everything that you need to reference back to comics and kind of give more of the diehards, the Anthony Canton, the thirds of the world, like everything that they need to see and decipher and put together. But at the same time, um, 
the way you described it earlier, it, it just allows the casual fan to just enjoy it as itself. Like mm -hmm. they just figured out the balance now, in my opinion, at this point, which I think is such a credit to uh, like how they've come along and evolved. Yeah. And, I, and I think a thing that's really, and after this, well, I want to get to the start talking about the episode specifically, mm -hmm. but the thing that I've given Marvel so much credit for is that, Age of Ultron wasn't received critically as well as the Avengers and a lot of the movies. And it's not really regarded as a great movie in the MCU. And I think a lot of other studios with like less confident creative heads than Kevin Feige would see that and then abandon the seeds that were planted in Age of Ultron. Like, oh, people don't mm -hmm. like Age of Ultron. So let's not follow up. Like, let's drop the stuff in the movie, right? That like, yeah. if, if you make a bad movie in a franchise, like, well, let's just abandon those plot threads. But it's like, no, even though they don't like this movie that much, we know that there's so much Scarlet Witch stuff that's strong. We know there's Vision stuff that's strong. We know that like the all the that the all the different seeds we plant here are really strong. So even though the movie itself wasn't as re well regarded, we have the confidence that it's not the ideas people don't like. It was the execution. So let's still go forward with those ideas. And I think that that's we take that for granted with Marvel. But think about how many studios just have one bad box office weekend and then completely yeah. change their whole plan. They also had a lot DC. of credibility, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, but but it's just like to get to get wanda's entire backstory mm -hmm. and you forget we never got it yeah like we never got it we never got like she described a missile from stark industries mm -hmm. in their living room and, and waiting for it to explode like she just she she told ultron about that right but we never saw it until now it's like shit like that's right we never got her backstory mm -hmm. you know we never saw her uh being experimented on with hydra you know, um, we, I just, it was so. Watching just, this episode today it. and how Agatha is putting it all together. I yep. felt like I was finally watching her origin, like her hero origin yeah. story come to yes. us. Yes. 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 This, this was a Scarlet, it was a Scarlet Witch movie, which by the way, exactly. I really need. How long is that? Do we know how long episode nine is going to be? Because I need it to be yeah, like, it's got to be an hour. Um, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly it's 50 minutes only. Allegedly it's 50 right. minutes. All right, okay. all right. I uh, mean, they they could push it if they wanted to. I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, there's a good. The positive thing is, I think that Scarlet Witch is going to be the MCU for a while. Um, yeah, you know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, Elizabeth Olsen's, I think, still in her early 30s, so it's we got a lot of time before she uh, decides to quit. So hopefully, um, anyway. And at the minimum, we get her for one more film. Oh yeah, I mean, she's right. going to have a huge role in Doctor Strange. But speaking of origins, let's go back, 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 back. All the way to Salem, Massachusetts, 1693. The moment uh -huh. I saw that lower third, I'm like, hell yes! I, yeah. I, because I, you know, because it's funny, Michael. You mentioned that like we're, you're like we're not that you're not a diehard like we are. The thing you have to keep in mind is AC is really the only one with a huge comics background. Jerome has some, uh -huh. and I really never read comics growing up at all. So that's kind of like the whole okay. dynamic. So I didn't know. I knew I knew Agatha Harkness was a character because AC had mentioned her, um, right. but I didn't know what her origins were. So when you cut back to Salem, it's like, oh, she's like a witch witch. Like she's like original yeah. OG. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And AC, I want you to talk a little bit about this scene and uh, how does it differ or relate to what's in the comics? And like, I thought it was just an awesome way to start the episode because uh, yeah. it's not what you expected. Well, I mean, I think it was really, it was really well done, uh, first off. Secondly, it's different in the comics from this standpoint. When the, when the coven is trying to, I guess, kill her um, at, in that instance when she's at the stake, and she eventually ends up draining their powers and draining their life force on top of that. Mm -hmm. It was interesting because this is not like, this is not like uh, um, Agatha in not only the books, but 
if you really think about it, like somebody who does do something along those lines, who feeds off of energy is the villain Nightmare. And Nightmare has been rumored to be the villain in Doctor Strange, a multiverse of madness. So for Agatha to exhibit those types of powers was really interesting to me. And it was something that I caught off the bat um, immediately. So I think that's something to watch going forward. It's pretty clear that she answers to somebody else in, in that aspect. But in terms of execution with the scene, um, I thought it was good. And would I have liked to get like a little bit more of Agatha? Because yeah. right now, Catherine Hahn is just in her bag shooting threes from half court and making uh, all of them. Whatever she, yeah, she's absolutely. I think but, that, um, uh, but she's I, good. A so great far. thing, because I, I, I saw a tweet that pointed out, and and Michael, you do TV, you know, on a daily basis. You've been TV forever. I'm not only saying, unless it's like a serious drama, I feel like in any form of media, if the people involved seem like they're having the time of their life, it's always better, right? Yeah. And Catherine R just seems like she is having the best time in the world, and I just love watching it. I'm so oh, man, she has super. such a I out mean, of this world personality we, that yeah, like I it mean, takes over, about, like yeah. I mean, she, first of all, like, it, it's, it, it, she is hilarious. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I, I hope that what this has become is just like a Katherine Hahn appreciation season. Mm -hmm. Because, mm -hmm. you know, I'm thinking about, I mean, the first time I can remember seeing Katherine Hahn mm -hmm. is in uh, Step Brothers. Yeah. Yep. That oh, was yeah. the first time I remember seeing Katherine Hahn. Mm -hmm. And, I just, I've always thought that she was just so fucking funny, mm -hmm. you know, and um, she had that run in Parks, Parks and Recreation too. I was about to say, I wasn't was... a big Parks and Rex person, right? but um, the other thing that she, uh, Bad Moms, she was great in Bad Moms, and uh, and she voiced Doc Ock in Spider-Man, yep. um, and Into the Spider-Verse, and she's so hilarious and so versatile, like, she is to me, like, listen, I mean, obviously, everybody takes a backseat to Wanda in this yeah. in this series. Mm -hmm. But when I tell you Catherine Hahn steals every almost every scene that she's in, mm -hmm. yeah. and this last episode, I was like, oh my god, where have you been all my life? Every line <laughs> reading in this episode, like, here we go, superstar. Every line, yeah. I'm like, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, she's she's tremendous, and I just, I hope this is like one of those things where her star it just yeah. i mean she's always been a, a incredible but like i just hope people really mm -hmm. view her in a, in a in an even greater light you know yeah. just given how much of yeah. a just a tour de a tour de force mm -hmm. this has been but you're right i mean like when somebody is having fun and 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 you can tell like they're feeling themselves and they're enjoying it it definitely you know makes the viewer enjoy it that much more i mean if i could like reduce it to the the bullshit that i do it's like i've always tried to focus <laughs> on making sure I was enjoying what I was talking about and making sure I was enjoying the company of the people I was on set with and vice versa. Basically, like you want to become a hang, like these people mm -hmm. are hanging mm -hmm. out and I could hang with them. Uh, you guys pull that off on, on, you know, on your podcast. And it's like uh, with, with Catherine Hahn right now, it's like, you're absolutely right. Like she is, she, she's throwing up heat checks. Like she is, she, it's, <laughs> it's almost, it's like this role was made for her mm -hmm. because she's, she's at, at different point like she just pulled it off so perfectly so mm -hmm. like the deviant is just is all her you know so mm -hmm. yeah. i need to i need to meet her and i need to shoot my shot with her don't don't tell her about, <laughs> don't tell my wife i said no, no no it's all good it's all good it's all good uh so um 
we cut back to the present and uh agatha's there and i really just love the way that she's talking to her uh her rabbit who is uh, uh what's the rabbit's name again ac i, I want you just want senor to scratchy yes which by the way senor it's scratchy cat, right? i suspect we're gonna see something from senor scratchy in the finale of some mm. sort isn't it a cat in real life or in the comics i should say yeah, it's a yeah, it's a cat. I, um, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, it is a cat. But that's the like that's the thing. Like the way that it ate up the bird. We're saying yeah. cat, you know, cat and not a- flirking. Like this is not a flirking situation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think Work you're right on that, Jerome. Uh, and um, uh, Wanda basically, you know, trying to read her mind. And I only bring that up just because I love what Catherine Hahn says. You uh, you can't read my mind. You never could, toots. Which once again, I just yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Um. But uh, she points out that in this basement, there are runes that are cast so that Wanda can't use her magic. And the thing that you realize here is that there clearly are like, you know, very arcane actual rules to magic. And Agatha is very, very surprised that Wanda seems to have no clue what they are, which I think was weird for me because like, obviously we watched the movie so we know how wanda's magic works kind of Mm -hmm. where it's just like she generally has it but i I do think it's interesting that someone who's in that universe who's not intimately would just assume if they saw wanda doing magic like oh she must have been trained in magic just like me but uh yeah i think that that was very she's such a raw talent oh yeah she's like uh exactly i was gonna try to think of an example of a raw talent uh, but the only place my mind went was Bruno Cabolo, but she's obviously much better than him. Um, I mean, we can say at this point, because she has only discovered her Scarlet Witch moniker, that she might actually be two years from being two years away. There we go. Yeah. Um, and um, so this is where Agatha does like the, she talks more through the Agatha all along type stuff where, you know, she was made the fake Pietro, Pietro. Um, and you learn that her intentions, at least at this moment, are to figure out, just how uh wanda's doing it all because she's a agatha's a witch and she admires her work um yeah. and uh you know wanda's very very confused she doesn't because she's still like i this it wasn't me you know pulling the shaggy defense right um and yeah ac yeah or you can say no, no no uh, no no i was i was waiting for you to continue oh okay yeah. That was the first time I did that in this in the series no <laughs> and uh so so basically the, like the gist of it is that you learn that the reason Agatha's been around is because she's been trying to nudge Wanda into telling her the truth without, you know, being rude and aggressive about it. Uh, but finally, the time's up, um, a.k.a. we ran out of decades to parody sitcoms from. Um, and uh, so, uh, you know, Agatha's going to find out for herself by taking her down trip down memory lane and she'll show us up a door. And uh, AC, where does this door go to? This door goes to Sokovia back, uh, you know, in the days when Wanda and Pietro were young with both of their parents. Um, we get a look at the sitcoms, uh, all of the stuff that that Wanda's basically used as inspiration for Westview. And um, it was interesting to see that that familial bond that the the uh, Maximoffs all had and how how quickly that was taken away mm-hmm. and it's the, and you get that stark that stark no pun intended contrast mm-hmm. to what's going on inside and then you yeah. see outside there's a war going on so um to kind of see that puts a lot of things in perspective with wanda and then obviously you get the explosion mm-hmm. uh that happens um after that and the stark uh industries uh missile is there and wanda apparently it uses some magic uh, to stop the missile from detonating, which... I mean, is um, that what happened, the, though? Because this is the whole point that you, it's unclear that that's what happened. 
I think, I mean, I personally think that this is proving, this is their way of retconning Wanda actually being a witch all along and having those abilities and the Mind Stone just amplifying those abilities yeah. in the same with uh, with Pietro. Hmm. Yeah, and even if you think about just like different characters in the MCU, like if you think about the Hulk, right? Bruce Banner has some inexplicable uh, ability to take all that gamma radiation, mm -hmm. right? Like well, there is something inherently I mean, special about him. It's not that like, it's well, something that's every human. She didn't get the, I mean, whatever her power is, she didn't get it. So I, I guess, it, I don't know how they're going to account for this. Where are they going to, if at all, are they going to account for Magneto? I, I guess that's, they can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so she gets her. That didn't look like Eric Lencher watching. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I, I heard rumors about like some kind of cameo. I'm like, oh, is Magneto going to somehow get pulled mm. this shit? You know, um, so, but that's where she would have gotten her power from, correct? Yeah. 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 That's, I mean, normally I mean, like, in the comic books. Yeah. Right. Would, she would be a mutant. In that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I remember back to Age of, Age of Ultron where Cap called, we have enhanced uh, players Yeah, because they couldn't the say that. Yeah, Because they couldn't say the mutant thing with the whole Fox situation. But um, I wonder and if even there, like, their... enhanced was just, like, yeah. people who were actually, like, they weren't born that way, at least implied in Ultron. Like, they got it from the Mind Stone, right? Like, that's what we yeah. were led to believe this whole time. Right. And and that little thing, I guess it leaves it, maybe it leaves it up to our interpretation. I mean, I, I think that she did. I'm just saying that, like, it's it's clear. I, it, I think that they're at least doing it so that it's not supposed to be as cut and dry of, um, because I think Wanda has doubt. And I don't, I don't think that mm -hmm. you're supposed to, uh, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is that if the mm -hmm. takeaway is going to be that she had some innate thing that the Mind Stone only enhanced, they're going to say it a lot clearer than just, implying it you know what i mean like i don't think they're going to leave it up for interpretation of you know what i mean yeah, um, yeah. No, no, that's yeah. definitely where it's leading and also like the thing is um agatha is not exactly she's not at all the first um example of magic right because we've had dr strange and sorcery this yeah. whole time loki has magic too so mm -hmm. it is it's just like a general like cool thing that um yeah there are just more ways about it like now it's really feeling like they're superhumans not in the way that like we started with basically a guy with a super cool suit. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I really liked about this scene is that, and this might just be me being myopic, but like when I ever hear like, when, when you first hear the, the Maximus origin story about like a family in war-torn Eastern Europe who had like, in my mind, like it's nice to see the portrait of them with their family. Cause I think whenever you hear that, you imagine like a very cold family where it's just like, you know, mm. them just eating potatoes and not talking to each other because they have a stiff upper lip or whatever. So it's, I think, makes it all the more tragic that you see that they actually have a very warm family and not yeah. what you imagine right. and that type of thing. Um, and uh, like, I think this is a good place to ask for you. Like, how have you been taking in like the sitcom motif? Like, I, I don't know what your relationship to growing up with TV was, but how is that oh, enhanced? God. Yeah. Okay. Bro, I, I was raised on Nick at night. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like I mean, because I I'm I'm a I'm a grandson mm -hmm. of a uh, a Baptist pastor mm -hmm. and first lady, and so and, and I spent a lot of time in my grandparents' house growing up, mm -hmm. and so they were very particular about the kinds of uh, entertainment we could consume in their household, and so we had to watch some good, clean, wholesome stuff. You know, mm -hmm. we had to I'd have to sneak to watch Eddie Murphy Raw. Mm -hmm. um, mm. But in terms of like, you know, cable TV, and they had cable TV, mm -hmm. you know, back then. It was, you know, but this is 
man, TV's changed a lot. This is before YouTube. This is before streamers. <laughs> this is just like, you know, this is when you had to make an appointment to watch certain shows on certain nights. And so, um, you know, obviously watching Nickelodeon during the day when you had, you know, you can't do that on television or Double Dare or whatever mm-hmm. else, you know, you grow up on. But then at night, you know, whether it was the monkeys or my three sons or I love Lucy or, uh, you know, all of those sitcoms, um, you know, you know, the, whether it was the black and white bewitched, as I mentioned, you know, black and white stuff, um, that was stuff that my grandmother used to watch and I used to watch it with her a lot. And so, uh, definitely just appreciated watching the progression, uh, you know, of the show. But then when it got to like the, you know, um, what's the one with my Michael J. Fox? Um, family Ties. Oh, family Ties. Oh, yeah, the, the Family Ties type show. You know that they started. What, what episode was that where they started kind of getting into more the eighties? I, I forget the five, number. I think that was yeah, five. Yeah, five, once they started, was the 80s, yeah. Yeah, once they got like into the eighties, that's when it really hit home for me. Um, mm-hmm. And it got to because my and my kids. It's so funny. My kids watch Fuller House. Mm-hmm. Oh um, wow! On Netflix, so they've been experiencing talk about six degrees of separation they've been experiencing uh you know the reincarnated full house which i came up watching full house um you know back in the day so yeah i mean the the sitcom part it's just it's one of the most brilliant creative endeavors and that's Mm -hmm. saying a lot that that marvel's ever done like this is just so brilliantly conceived written and most important executed It's, it's really it's flawless as far as i'm concerned yeah so um the the apartment gets blown up, like AC mentioned, and there's you know which uh, scared the shit out of me about it. Yeah, it was well yeah. done. It was well yeah. done. Yeah. Like, Even no, when we knew that off. it was supposed to be coming, like yeah, yeah, insane. Yeah, and so Wanda and Pietro are stuck waiting for the bomb to uh, like whether or not the bomb's gonna go off. Um, and then we kind we kind of get pulled out again, and uh, Agnes, you know, is is like, wait, this doesn't explain everything. You know, this, you know, I see that you had some minor witch powers and had some trauma, but this doesn't explain how you could be so powerful. Let's keep going. And then we get a like laboratory door and uh, we're going deep into Hydra. Um, and I thought that this was really cool to see because this is something we never really got yeah. to see before. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Jerome, I, what uh, what exactly, like, is this, I don't know, this is not how I imagined it happening necessarily, but what do you think was, um, what were you excited to see in this glimpse into Hydra's experimentation and stuff like that? It was just a really cool experience and um, one that was more exciting. Like you didn't get to prepare yourself because you just discovered in the previous scene that mm-hmm. she didn't come in as a perfectly mm-hmm. normal, powerless human, but this is now a situation where like her true potential could be mm-hmm. accessed. And you know, especially in the X-Men context of things, like this felt like a Phoenix Force situation, mm-hmm. you know? The giant beam of light, she saw the full um, uh, the full potential of what she could become in the Scarlet Witch staring back at her. And, uh, and, and it's very cool, again, and how ambiguous it was because I watched it just before and uh, like how much of it what did the scientists actually view themselves versus what she was seeing? Mm-hmm. you know it in the moment like, like she saw it all and they yeah. didn't see and they, they didn't, didn't capture anything any which is yeah. like which that's is the insane. mindstone at which is the mindstone at play right what was the right. what was the movie with the end credit scene which one had pietro and wanda in the box 
and Wa- Rumble, Winter Soldier. Rumble, that, that was Winter Soldier. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we yeah, saw we saw Soldier. there she was kind of like playing with blocks or whatever mm-hmm. using her magic. Right. So we saw her enhanced. That was the first glimpse that we got of her being enhanced in Hydra's uh, possession. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but Pietro was so big in that scene, as I recall, like running up against the. It's just right. different. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he was a little you know. buffer. Yeah, you're right yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, running up against the glass when they were like, you know, so a little teaser there. But honestly, yeah, if it a- just focused on her in that scene, because like that's the part that is still uh, hard for me to ca- kind of grasp. Because yeah, we're establishing that Wanda had at least these core powers that could have been enhanced. But what exactly is Pietro's or Jin's story at this point? Then yeah, like. Is it given to him through the Mind Stone? Is it enhanced through some other way? Uh, but yeah, like if you if that scene existed only to show Wanda, based on what we know now, that could have been Wanda before she even had any interaction with the Mind Stone. I don't think that that's true. But I, I, don't, I, don't I don't think, think that, it is. Because the way that they present this scene is that she, oh, no, no, for like, sure it is like it. the 15th among of people to like do yeah. this experiment. Yeah, um, yeah. No, no, for sure it isn't, but just saying like how it could have been reinterpreted just with the new information uh, going back. But no, it was uh, it was a fantastic scene. Um, visually, it was stunning just to see everything come through. Uh, but yeah, like to what we were talking at the beginning, like we really were watching like um, the creation of a superhuman. Uh, and, you know, it's the kind of way that we actually haven't seen a ton of, uh, especially in the later stuff. Like, for example, we get Spidey back, and because we don't want to retread it, we never see the yeah. bite again, and we never see all that happening. So it is cool mm-hmm. to see that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They say, okay, who is the silhouette? Let's just get to it. What, what What's going on there? I mean, that's Scarlet that's Witch Scarlet right Witch, there. Right? She's looking okay. right at herself. Okay. Um, that was really cool. So I she's looking at herself. Moment. So what's the deal? Like, is this is the Scarlet Witch in other comics? Is she like a godly figure that everyone knows about, or is that I new mean, for this? I mean, it's not necessarily that. It's just that, in terms of her power set, it's just that expansive. Like, it no, makes but I mean, me how wonder. does at the end of the episode, how does Agatha know that? Like, the Scarlet Witch, the way she says it, it is feels like, like, it's like a, a wicked witch of the east and wicked witch of the west situation. Just like it, among witches, like this is one of the types of yeah, that's like, what I'm wondering. Supreme witches, is what's like the deal with a that? witch of lore. Yeah. Well, my thing is like it's it seems like just the the nature of the types of magic that Wanda uses is mm-hmm. something unlike something that probably Agatha I wish Steph was here so she could talk to us about this chaos magic you know yeah Yeah. so like she mentions obviously the chaos magic which we'll get to later but once she mentions that it's pretty clear that she's never seen something like Mm -hmm. that but she's only heard it in folklore so yeah so uh, what I was interpreting it as is that like the Scarlet Witch is like a level of which they can use chaos magic that might this is just spitballing appear like every 10,000 years and that yeah yeah that's what I was imagining does she have predecessors, i.e. Neo in the Matrix or some shit like that? Like, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The difference in the book is Agatha teaches Wanda how to use her powers as opposed to what this is. Agatha trying well, to she's learn a systemic anomaly what she is what can you're saying. do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and so after mm. this experiment and they're trying to figure out what happened, she goes back, of course, to watching her sitcoms. Um, that's all she does. Uh and, uh, you know, it's all coming together now for Agatha. She starts to understand now, like, oh, you got enhanced by an Infinity Stone that obviously will uh, make you more magic. Um, and then we go into the Avengers compound where uh, now we see Wanda's watching Malcolm in the middle. Um, and, uh, you know, it it's just for the first time in a nice, I, I love that uh, Agatha like comments that it's like she got an upgrade, finally a nice room. Um, <laughs> 
and who phases through the door uh uh but our good friend vision um wearing a sweater yeah. as always um and this this scene i think is the scene that a lot of people have been talking about because i think it's just really well done um i think that this is in um michael when you're talking earlier about how well acted the show is yeah. like this is the type of scene where you just there's just not time in a movie to have and yeah. i think that this is just like great stuff from paul bettany and elizabeth oh Elizabeth's, my god like, just Insane. like I, unbelievable and it's just it's like it, it it wasn't it was enough for you to get their love like like that was the moment like and even it was so crazy about wanda is wanda can be you know a witch or let me use another continent wanda can be a bitch when she wants to be like mm -hmm. when he's like do you want to talk about it what makes you think that talking about it will make me feel better like she kind of like real cold with it but at other points she can be super vulnerable but at that mm -hmm. moment she was like she was like you know you will like she was like angry mm -hmm. as she was grieving but then she softened up and was just the connection that they had you know and not to get you know too off the deep end but it's like at the end of the day the dude is a synthesoid or whatever you call mm -hmm. him like, right. he's like yeah. a robot. so it's like they ain't exactly like there's not a physical compatibility mm -hmm. if, if i if i could keep it clean for the kids there's not exactly <laughs> i you're on the wrong pod unfortunately i i, I <laughs> we'll uh, keep it as clean as we can for this segment yeah, but, until jack yeah, gets but, on but, yeah but then but going back to like okay so she was already enhanced she has a relationship with the mind stone and mm -hmm. not to get too far ahead yeah. but it's like okay i i feel you or mm -hmm. i yeah. or i can't feel you mm -hmm. was her attraction to vision not only rooted in the fact that he was a friend when she needed one most, mm -hmm. but was was the physical attraction, mm -hmm. the presence of the Mind Stone? Is that the thing yeah. that drew mm -hmm. them together more than anything? Is that the like she she's out of the she is one and the same with the Mind Stone, mm -hmm. you know, enough to be able to birth another vision? Uh, I just wonder, you know, beyond again, you know, yeah, they they, they may have been affectionate at times, but it's like they didn't mm -hmm. actually man, you know, have children together per se, mm -hmm. right? No. Um, you know, so it's like biologically, that's the word I'm looking for, I guess. Biologically, was there some kind of connection? But you saw just how human he could be, even mm -hmm. though he isn't human, um, and 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 how he just connected. Yeah, I mean, it was like like Vision was putting you up on game, man. Mm -hmm. Like the weight of a woman's heart is her mm -hmm. heart. And he actually was like, you know, there for her uh, in such a wholesome, you know, and, and and sincere way. And you could just literally see the light go off for her. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yo, this is this is the, the soulmate that I've been looking for. And, and even even uh, you know, your boy, the sword guy. I'm sorry, I forget his name. The sword guy. Hayward. Hayward. Hayward referred yeah. to him as her soulmate. Mm -hmm. You know, and that, and that's what I love most about this is that. This isn't just a comic book affair. Like this is a very relatable uh, experience where it's like she's at her lowest and he's just there laughing at a TV show with this. Like it was so sweet. Like, damn, it's mm -hmm. innocent. Their, their, their love was an innocent love, you know? Well, so. well, I mean, that's the thing. Like the scene uh, contextualizes the, just the, not just the romance, but like the reason why uh, Wanda has all this grief, and I think that's what this episode allows us to see. It allows us to sit with Wanda in in her grief and almost like wallow in it, like she is. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you go through all these scenes, and you know we we can't talk enough about Elizabeth Olsen um, and and her performance here. But it's pretty amazing to think about. Yeah, you could see how somebody could lose it 
mm-hmm. with this happening to her parents, this happening to her brother, uh, mm-hmm. being experimented on, all this stuff, and then losing vision on top of that. It's it's a mm-hmm. cascading effect of the, all these things that leads to what we see later. But yeah, it's a, it's just a really tremendous job of storytelling. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I I think also we need this kind of scene because. Uh, I mean, we all know how we basically slandered Vision from Infinity War onward, and I think did you really? Needed, I think that I I think that I was always pro Vision. I just want to say that no, no, I, but like in terms of like just Vision taking an L from well, no, Infinity you guys War. definitely slandered him. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. that I definitely always stuck up for him, right? Um, but no, no, just like in the sense of like I think we needed to be reminded because when Vision gets introduced in Age of Ultron, this is. The most supreme being, the only other character that's able to hold Mjolnir at this point, mm-hmm. and um, and you find Vision already dropping these kind of gems in Ultron, like yeah. his lines that he, the bars that he's dropping on everyone, including Ultron, is just always so profound, mm-hmm. and you kind of lose sight of it. And you know, my favorite Vision Vision uh, mm-hmm. line is uh, it's from uh, from Civil War, and I don't I'm, I'm not gonna try to recite it because I'll fine. fuck it up. But he was like conflict breeds catastrophe right o- oversight yeah. it's not something that to be dismissed out of hand and i was like oh shit yeah, like- <laughs> right right no no exactly and that that's yeah. been vision yeah. the whole time where yeah. uh and i think what works well too for this kind of scene is it's to me the connective point that makes sense of like how you get from their kind of playful kind of more flirtatious paprika scene in uh civil war to where they sit at in Infinity War, like in connecting in between there, mm-hmm. like what happens to these two? And you get to have like these kind of moments in between because this actually mm-hmm. exists that way in their timeline. So yeah. it's such yeah. an important scene and it's just yeah. as it is like so beautifully acted and written. Yeah. Also yeah. shout out to the, um, shout out to the callback to Civil War in that scene with him phasing through the door. She's yes. with oh yeah, time. yeah. We talked totally. about But then obviously later <laughs> we see that. Yeah. Viz, mm-hmm. I thought we talked about this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think that it, and I think the thing that it drives on too is that the thing that they share together is even though he's an outsider because he's a synthesoid who's only lived for like, you know, a couple months at this point, and she's obviously, a f- but they're both so outside of everyone in the round. And I think that they both have the same, that she's had so much tragedy and trauma in her life that she really is unable to relate to other people and understand how other people can survive and not be swallowed by the grief. And he is trying to understand people just at a base level. And I think that mm-hmm. he's, he's able to use his observations of what he observes in other people to try to help her in a way that doesn't sound condescending or like that he's able to, he's trying to under, understand her with no pretense or anything. No, like he, he's not yeah. really into himself. He's just like, I want to understand you and help you. And I right. think that, and she wants to bring out the humanity in him. And I think that that's really what makes it like it doesn't feel cheesy. That yeah, like not, he's yeah. like like don't get it twisted. Like he's flirting. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember, remember, like in Civil War, he was cooking. You mm-hmm. know what oh, I mean? Yeah. And he can't eat. Literally. Like, so, yeah. 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 Like he's like he's trying. Like he's trying to get with her. Like what the? No one, no one dislikes you. You know what I mean? Like he's like he, he trying to get with mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Always was feeling Wanda. Um, mm-hmm when you look back at at uh, at civil war in particular mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so but no you're right there was a there was a a sincerity yeah. and a, well cuz he's he's unable understand. even if he wants to get with Wanda he's unable to like lie to do it like anything yeah. he says he believes because yeah. if he had to lie to get with her he wouldn't want to be with her in the first place you know um yeah, yeah. 
And so uh, I, I, I definitely, but I definitely like him more. I like, yeah. I always like Paul Bettany. I always, oh, he's great. Oh yeah. Voice, <laughs> but I like Vision's character in hindsight mm-hmm. all the way through yeah. more because of WandaVision. And I think that something sure. I brought up is how they, and they've done this a lot of characters where I think that especially in the sitcom bits, they lean more on what makes Paul Bettany a charming actor in other roles. And like, they mm-hmm. let him be more Paul Bettany. And that mm-hmm. really, because Vision has kind of a blank slate for personality and a lot of stuff. He's and very think, funny. Yeah, he's, um, um, he's unbelievably funny. Um, and Benny in the Modern Family parody is oh, in, like yeah. his... His that confessional was my to the camera. Sitcom, by the way, Mike, I, I thought Elizabeth Olsen was a straight tour de force. Bad case yeah. of the Mondays. The Am I right? At the yeah, yeah. At the beginning of that one, oh my gosh, that yeah. was the that was to me the best sitcom. Uh, mm. All right. So then we uh, Agatha basically is like, oh, you know, you had your parents die, your brother die, Vision die. What happens when Vision isn't there to pull you from the darkness? And Basically, Wanda herself conjures a door, and we go back to Sword Headquarters, which uh, the great college football player Spencer Hall pointed out this week that that the place they're using for that is actually the Georgia World Congress Center in Atlanta, um, which he said, and I quote, congrats to Marvel. They turned the place where I saw a Bama fan fall drunk off her high heels into the HQ of Sword, which, uh, you know, <laughs> funny stuff. Uh, and so she comes charging in, and she's goes to the front desk, and she's demanding to see the body. And I really get, I'm kind of mad at her for this because she needs to know that that's way above the guy at the front desk pay grade. Having been on a guy at the front desk before, there's nothing more uncomfortable yeah. than when you're asked a question right. that like you can't. I'm this is not my call. Like, what are you? Why are you asking me this? Um, no, I need to see your manager energy. Woo. Yeah, and uh, the manager. The fact, does, that she, yeah. the fact that she that that entire the the fascinating thing about that entire sequence. Mm-hmm. Is how under control she was. Yeah, like it's it's like she could have fucked everything up mm-hmm. if she wanted yes. to, and just like she mm-hmm. didn't, she had to ask anybody's permission for anything. I mean, the most things, the most the the the, the most aggressive thing she did was open the door and all yeah. and say, "I got it." Yeah. But other than that, like she didn't have to go in there and ask, like she could have fucking hypnotized every person in there mm-hmm. to take vision by you know, like. But she just was like. What are you doing? Please stop. And then she just left. Like it's because all she wants that, is the fact to that she fuck him up on the on the back end. Like, wait, how dare you mutilate yeah. my dead husband? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So oh yeah. yeah, it was really something how 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 uh like I said, under control she was. Because I think that like the thing that she worries about the most is not maybe not the most, but like she always because of, so- of Sokovia and more so uh Nigeria, I mean yep. that like she can't let her she can't let herself be seen as a monster again and she's like yeah. even if i have to go through all the red tape that i know i don't have to it's like and, and i think that yeah. that's kind of the tragedy of it she has all this power but she knows that it, the more she uses it the more people are afraid of her and yeah. um so anyway yeah she ends up busting through the door and she meets uh tyler hayward um who uh immediately you know is up to no good um and uh she's you know asks so that she can have the body and he instead shows her vision getting worked on. Um, now, I do want to say, I will say before AC goes off, I think that he has a point about saying that it would be a waste just to bury $3 billion worth of vibranium in the ground. I think that that's a fair point. Anyway, AC, all the bad things he does. <laughs> no, I mean, no, actually, he's right about this. And I and I hate to admit it, but... Um, also, you can't just hey, bury man. a super weapon randomly in the ground where people know where it is. I, like, that's actually I bad idea. <laughs> I really do hate to admit it because I don't like this dude. Oh, but... I don't like him either. But the 
this was a very Machiavellian, clever, mm, very much so. clever way of doing uh, Manip- what he uh, did. Manipul- with- manipulating Wanda? The, yes, like the way that he manipulates Wanda, he talks nice to her, he talks easy to her, he lets her see the body, he, uh, he lets her go downstairs even like, when she what, breaks what, the window. Wasn't he, he kind of cool about it? Like, I, mm. he, he showed really no was. fear. Like, like, yo, you know she could fuck you up, right? Like, she was just like, no, I yeah. can't let you do that. Like, exactly how would you stop her if she wanted to? But anyway, mm. you know. Yeah, he got the... Se- it's almost like he got the sense if he talked to her that particular way, then he knew that this would be this wouldn't be an issue and that she would just leave eventually. Um, and that was what stood out to me more than anything else. And then in retrospect, if you look back at as to as to when we met Hayward, it really kind of puts things into perspective on uh, all the things that he set up, sending the drone in on on purpose, not mm-hmm. just to get, you know, not mm-hmm. just to attack Wanda, mm-hmm. but just to get the energy, the CMBR energy, like all that stuff. Um, it exhibits. I was almost, I was, I was like, damn, this is kind of impressive from Tyler Hayward um, in this episode. So I got to give him credit, even though I don't want to. <laughs> No, it definitely, and I think it's also, I think it's good too for the show, because I think a problem that Marvel and a lot of superhero things have in general is that in order to make them lose at the end, the adversary is needs to be kind of stupid, and like, Hayward clearly is, he's clearly thinking, he's not in over yes. his head, it's, I mean, he probably is ultimately, but like, he clearly is not just a buffoon who stumbled into something, he clearly has an, right. a plan, and, um, and that makes him obviously a more formidable foe. Um, so yeah, Wanda goes down, she breaks the glass. I mean, that's the bit we see where she broke the glass and went down to vision, um, and tries to revive him and, uh, she can't. Um, so it's clearly not as simple as her just putting her hand up to his head. Um, and, uh, and then she leaves. And I think we need to have a little conversation. Can we, can we, can we revisit like, I I, I'm, I didn't realize how traumatized I was because I guess, you know, we have moved on. Obviously, you know, everybody who could come back came mm-hmm. back. Thanos mm-hmm. has been snapped away. Uh, we have, you know, had Spider-Man far from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have had, um, you know, lots happened since then. Thanos ripped the fucking Mind Stone yeah. from his forehead. Exactly. That he had the mo- that was the it's most insane. brutal death mm-hmm. in the entire MCU. Mm-hmm. Was that like he literally took the fucking thing off his forehead, crushed and his, his body, skull. turned gray? Yep. Like, I mean, like you forget how bad he went out. You know, yeah. it was like man, like, that, was, that, that, that hurt. Yeah, like, you would have I mean, thought like, like in that scene because he gets vaporized first. You would thought like that would have been the roughest way to go, but to get yeah. brought back to then just have your head crushed. Yeah, is which by the way, brutal. funniest moment, funniest moment of the entire series so far. So. Wanda kill me? That was just so well done. You know, mm-hmm. like, yep, that's what happened. And she had to watch you die again. You know. Yeah, definitely. That's a in terms of bad beats in the MCU. Bad yeah. beat for Wanda having to watch Vision die twice. Um, yeah. So to do the hardest thing she ever had to do to kill the love of her life, and then to <laughs> have it not matter. Yay, that's a gut punch. The, um, the I feel you. The I feel. I don't feel you. Line. I don't feel go back you, to yeah. Infinity War. The, yeah. I, uh, you know, I just feel you. Uh, yeah. Them both repeating those lines to mm. each other again is just like oh, those, them gut it's punches. Gut yeah. And it yeah, all happened. And, and, and if you and what it, going back to what you were saying a second, their timeline. That's weeks. Of, is that weeks? 
Yeah, like yeah, Vision said in, in episode seven, mere weeks as he's processing everything that he's mm-hmm. learning from Darcy. Yeah, I mean, for yeah. Wanda, because Wanda has just been snapped back. Yeah. Has yeah. just beaten the shit out of Thanos. Is now, wait a second, where's the body that was left in Wakanda? Like, mm-hmm. so she's probably gone from the battlefield, Tony's funeral. Yeah. You know, to now, okay, I got to go back to Wakanda because when we last left him, her, them, Mm-hmm. You know, she was being snapped away. I think that she probably made a phone call. I'm not gonna lie. I think she probably made a phone call. I don't think she went all the way to Wakanda just to find. I think she figured somewhere to pick the body. Or maybe Doctor Strange took care of her and did his little sparkly thing that he does. So, um, she's so now. I mean, so this is this is immediately she's probably found this sword place to try to figure out like where's Vision. So I mean, all of this is happening. She just said the line to him. I just feel you days ago yeah you know yeah so it's, it's, it's incredible incredible sequence of events uh, think about how deep they if they want to still still my favorite part and i might have said this five different times That's but i good. still feel like my favorite part when when this episode when shit really got real with wandavision is the beginning of episode four in the hospital mm-hmm. where oh, everybody man. snapped back and they all show oh, yeah. up so we've now seen two examples of the blip Mm-hmm. This was the most pronounced example. We obviously saw it in the beginning of Spider-Man Far mm-hmm. From Home. Like, how far could they go if they wanted to tell the story of people being snapped back? It's really, yeah. really a phenomenon that's like, I don't, you know, it's, it's Spider-Man Far From Home did a great job of kind of exploring the, you know, how, how crazy it is to show up and somebody else is living in your apartment and have support groups and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, is like that, there's got to be so much yeah. more there for what happened during those five years. Because mm-hmm. we still haven't seen those five years represented mm-hmm. in a meaningful way other than after Thanos, after Thor cuts off Thanos' head five mm-hmm. years yeah. later. Yeah. So we haven't seen those five years and, and what life was like um, between the time when you know uh, Thanos used the stones to destroy the stones and ant-man reappearing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we don't you know so we don't really know how people carried on yeah or or as or as hayward said you have no idea i, I love his best part was when he was going at monica is like you don't y'all you don't know what it was like yeah. y'all have mm. no idea what it was like to try to to try to carry on with why, why everybody was snapping there mm. you know yes so now let's talk about the most important thing in this episode wanda who's presumably a woman in her like early 20s who's wealthy and avenger she drives a buick okay what's going on here she's pulled up with the buick oh i know right how normal is that um but she gets in the buick and uh um and there's a there's a little letter in there uh an envelope and she uh she she takes it and uh she goes she drives and she gets to westview new jersey um and she's driving around town we see the people who are like the extras in wandavision all the different mm-hmm. characters. And then she pulls up to an empty lot and I kind of knew where it was going. And then when she opens up the letter and it is visions saying for us to grow old in, I mean, to grow old in with a heart around it, that yeah. was like a true, like, you know, those, you know, those gut punches in movies and TV where like you have you don't feel anything coming. And then you have this, like your eye behind your eyes gets warm. And it's like, Oh, I got to stop. I can't cry. It's right, too right, much. Right. Just like, that was just, I think such a great reveal and just felt bad legit so sad and yeah ac 
Yeah, I fe- I felt bad when she read that, man. It was it that was a very very difficult because you could just see that she lost it there. Mm-hmm. Like she was trying to hold it together as much as possible throughout like all of these things that happened. And there's just a whole bunch of grief um to follow there and you know, you get that moment and then she realizes that he's not coming back in in that moment. So that she completely loses it and we see the manifestation of what her powers really yeah. are. But I think it's not just that he's not coming back. It's I think this is the first time that she's had to imagine what the it, the saddest part is not that she's imagining what life's going to be without him. It's that she's now allowing herself to imagine what life would have been with him, what she's missing, what she's right. she, she exper- she's experiencing grief True. for un- something that didn't happen. And so that's why what she imagines is their life together. You know, it's not just about him coming back. She's imagining what would happen in that house that we grew old in. And so she starts yeah. to manifest out of her chest and whatever, the whole town, everything changing the house. And then sure enough, she manifests a whole new vision, which Geez, that is some powerful ass magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, Michael, I, I wonder what was your reaction when you realized that that was what's going on? Because I think we all knew that she was making the whole town old, but I personally didn't think that she made vision whole cloth. I think that that was kind of a shock to me. Totally. And I, and so when she left Sword Headquarters without the body, mm-hmm. I was, I thought maybe she was just imagining mm-hmm. vision, not having recreated vision mm-hmm. um I, I don't even i mean I, I i need more there i need more i need more of an explanation to how, as to mm-hmm. how like there's powerful then there's that shit like mm-hmm. wait a minute like, yeah. you literally birthed <laughs> another vision given all the trouble at ultron and company mm-hmm. i mean wait, what happened to thor having to you know strike the motherfucker with lightning to get it you know what i mean it's just like it was just there's a lot going on there mm-hmm. um you know, so no, that was a shocker to see Vision, but it was, but it was like Wanda, welcome home. I was like, wow, like it just was, it, it made, it made sense. It was shocking, but it made all the sense in the world and like how powerful her grief, how powerful she was because mm-hmm. of her grief. Mm-hmm. You know, I go back to that line, you know, what is grief but love persevering? It's like she was able to do all of that out of love, all this mm-hmm. chaos magic. Mm-hmm. came from her love like her love enhanced her powers her love mm-hmm. vision allowed her to not only create another vision you know and she kept and she kept saying i can't i can't bring people she doesn't even know what she did like yeah. i can't bring people back yeah. to life like mm-hmm. hayward knew what she was capable of more so than he she did mm-hmm. like i can't i can't i can't give you vision because not all of us are capable. What, what do you say like you know i can't give them to somebody who's capable of bringing her soulmate back online yeah, yeah. you know mm-hmm. like like she was like i'm not here to do that but she did it spontaneously. Like, I don't even know that she knew what, what she was doing until Agatha, uh, you know, forced mm-hmm. her to do it. Oh, yeah, So for Agatha sure. forced her to relive what happened. She mm-hmm. literally collapsed and in her grief created this. I, I don't know that she consciously created this world or consciously recreated vision as much as if what she was just dying for inside. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so. Yeah. Uh, it was surprising, but it all it all made sense. Like it's, here's this this uniquely powerful being, the, the most powerful Avenger. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Carol, um, but you know, I mean, up uniquely, there, up there. Yeah, she, she's she's right up there. there. I don't know. Right it could there. be Monica at this point. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. so, sorry. <laughs> Ste- was that, did Steph just like ventriloquist herself into your mouth, Jerome? <laughs> uh, it might have been. Might have been. But, but I don't know that she was. I don't know that she's even aware 
you know, of no. she could do it. I don't and, think and she I is. Think that, and I think that's where Agnes is going to, or mm-hmm. Agatha, excuse me, is going to, going to really, mm-hmm. it probably might start there, you know, yeah. with mm-hmm. some kind of, you know, reference to like, so we've heard her call the Scarlet Witch for the first time in the history of MCU. She just explained like, yo, this is chaos magic. This is, this is, this is not, you're a, you're a threat. You're a danger. Like, oh, like the, let, let Agnes tell it, let Agatha tell it. The bad guy is Wanda in all of this. I mean, I don't, while Agatha is certainly not a good guy herself, I think that because of your emotions spontaneously entrapping like a whole town's worth of people in your fantasy is actually like that's not good <laughs> so i understand like it's it's less than ideal um but i just want to finish the recap just so we can get into like talking about the episode as a whole so the the whole house turns into a tv studio and then they're screaming outside and basically agatha is holding tommy and billy host like by choking them basically and she's in her whole like 80s glam rock get out floating Looks in the air amazing just amazing <laughs> look um and she's yeah you like she said like you said michael says that uh is, is that uh, Wanda's using chaos magic and that she's the Scarlet Witch. And then the episode ends. Um, and then we get to the post credit scene, which uh, AC, hey. you can just take another victory lap if you like. It's, you, you can yeah, get sure. Why not? Um, you know, as we pull up to see what Hayward is launching, um, he mentions the fact that that we've been trying to put together, uh, take apart and put Vision back together three times. And it took the energy from the Stark drone that was sent in and that they got back in order to put them together. And what we see is the white vision come to life. And, um, you know, he just takes a look at himself. And uh, we are left with wondering what's to come as we have one episode left. But, yeah, white vision. I called it, baby. How about that? So I need I need I need a tutorial real quick. I need for the uninitiated, uneducated. Mm -hmm. What's the story behind the white vision? All right, so um, as I said earlier, just to add on to it, um, in the West Coast Avengers issues, uh, Vision was broken apart by the government and then uh, put back together by Hank Pym. And once he was, uh-huh. they just put him back as with like robot, uh, robot uh, feelings, robot uh, thoughts, as opposed to what Vision was, which was the i think it was the 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 spirit of uh, wonder man the, mm-hmm. that or, uh, originally was the vision and allowed him to be this empathetic synthesoid this dude is just a cold robot cold feeling and uh you know wanda is heartbroken because this is not the vision that uh she had fallen in love with and married so from that standpoint it's going to be definitely uh, a shock to see uh, the white vision for, I'm sure, Wanda and uh, Westview vision next week. And that uh, yeah. and that should be really, really interesting to see. So would you say he's like an unseasoned version of uh, vision? Yeah, but, I'm just yeah, trying to yes. make the connection with yes, white perfect, vision, perfect. unseasoned. Yeah. Yeah. You know, white vision. Uh, I can't say yeah. it any better. Yeah. Unseasoned. <laughs> unseasoned vision. Um, you know, I, I got it. I, Only I can say that. No, uh, no but uh, yeah, I'm... <laughs> I think it's, I'm excited. I think that that's probably what they're going for. Just to think of all the things to cause Wanda the most grief, which clearly seems to be the point of the show, having her have to confront a version of her soulmate that is completely devoid of emotion is probably going to be uh, bad and not good for her. Um, <laughs> but I just want, I think we got to get to it just so there's, we don't run out of time. And I want to hear uh, Mike, Mike interact with some of these thoughts. This is what we're doing every time. This is where we get the good predictions. It's time for AC's Easter egg corner. 
Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so, uh, Mike, I do have to say, I, I apologize in advance, um, for the past, uh, six episodes that are seven episodes that we've been doing this. I've been doing kind of like a sing song jingle, mm-hmm. uh, when I've done these Easter eggs. To correspond um, with the decade. Not... Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Parodies. basically. Yeah. I've been picking songs. Um, some, some really fun ones. We've had some good times with it. Um, due to my, uh, victory lap taking place mm-hmm. today, I will be uh, retiring the the uh, Easter egg song at least for this week. Um, I'll, I'll well, we bring didn't it get back a parody next this week. week, so it's completely fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, what you call it? So, so basically, this is AC's Easter egg segment, and also, I didn't want to do necessarily Easter eggs because I really do feel like what we should focus on is that this finale has a lot of questions to ask mm-hmm. about what's going to happen mm-hmm. and. How many storylines are either going to be wrapped up or left in a cliffhanger? Um, mm-hmm. Before I say anything, I know Jerome wanted to ask me something. So, Jerome, kick oh, it. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Okay. So, I've watched the episode twice now. And obviously, the importance of the Westview scene is just that Wanda manifests the entire town. But there is something very eerie about her driving through that town and all the people who are living in it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel like heavily populated. Mm-hmm. And uh, we didn't necessarily get an answer to the earlier, like first or second, or like the third episode, I guess it would have been, where uh, Westview is not a town that is not supposed to exist. Well, like, no, I, I think I that that's part of the hex magic. Was it just that, the hex magic? Yeah, part of the it hex reminds magic. me of like a Doctor Who perception filter is the way I interpreted Fair it. Fair enough. Okay, well, then that aside, um, just because they could be anywhere, are there any scrolls in this town? I don't know if there's any scrolls in this town, but I would say it's pretty clear that Monica's uh, buddy... Okay. Uh, probably as a scroll. The, now, I actually have I some should... insight in one of the first part of Drum's question, which is yeah, why they all look sad and wait, stuff. Monica's buddy? Who are you the uh, the uh, astrophysicist you mentioned. Agent uh, Goodner. Agent Goodner. You know oh, the one who brought the, the machine yeah. over for her to yeah. run right, through the hex? Right, right. But yeah. I was just going to say, the reason why they all look so sad is because they're living in New Jersey. All right, Agent, Fair continue. Enough. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. Just, just, just questioning. But I'm sorry. Just sorry, I've lived in Jersey before. <laughs> I apologize, guys. But AC, continue. Um, so man, we got so many questions to ask. I do, uh, Jerome, you mentioned it kind of off the bat offhand, uh, agent Wu, we go back to episode four. When we first see him, he mentions on his wall that, uh, he has a witness in there. Uh, and we don't know mm-hmm. who that is. Um, we also don't know about Dottie because Dottie was never on the board. Well, there's no information for Dottie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know who she is per se. Mm-hmm. So those are two questions that we need to kind of get some answers to, mm-hmm. to, to make, to make sense. The town doesn't and, and feel a, entirely on the level. I, no, I don't know why. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that, that part is interesting to me. Uh, the Pietro thing, like what is that exactly? Um, is he actually Pietro? Is he somebody well, this, else? I thought that was answered with Agatha saying. Yeah, that, I think Agatha just explained. Yeah, that I thought that she like just took a guy and. Although, so... like, I guess there, there's a level to just um, whether whatever way it's going is Agatha really working alone is like, or is there just another party at play? Because if we already know there's an Agatha at play, then honestly, all bets are off. There could be so many other things. Just to add some insight, just to add some insight to that, um, 
the director of WandaVision did do, do, do an interview earlier today, and he did say that there are answers to Quicksilver in yeah. okay. this upcoming episode. So that could, you know, we'll see. You know, mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see what the answer is to that. Um, the nature of the kids, uh, mm-hmm. Billy and Tommy, we're going to see them age, um, age up one more time, um, allegedly. Um, filming uh, Doctor Strange, which nobody has really seen it the the kids are over there so they might not age up and that's something interesting to to follow going forward uh the assumption is we're going to see dr strange uh in this next episode what is the nature of his arrival what (laughs) yeah (laughs) because yeah because um mike he's connected obviously to wanda because apparently Whatever Wanda is, does or is about to do in this next episode um, corresponds with uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, which oh. I'm going to assume that Agatha's probably going to now play a part in that film I sure as hope well. so. I really hope so. Get yeah. that check, that be, Yeah, that would, that would be really, really tremendous. Um, Agatha's powers, like I said earlier, the way that she drained the powers off of um, those other witches in the coven and what her nature is in terms of looking for Wanda's powers. Is she trying to drain her powers and use the psychic energy uh, to open up the multiverse for this nightmare or Mephisto or whoever is running this whole uh, show? That's a, that's a really interesting question, which I don't know we're going to necessarily get the answer to in this episode. No, I if so. this episode is 50 minutes, it's a lot of stuff to kind yeah. of figure so you out. Got, so you have Doctor Strange showing up in the finale. Yeah, I'm pretty confident that he is. Wow, okay. Yeah, there, pretty well, confident I mean, that he talking is. Talking about showing up in the finale, so Elizabeth Olsen goes on record at one point, and I remember the tweets floating around about it, that she claims that there's going to be a Mark Hamill-esque mm-hmm. uh, cameo or that shows up in this. Are we to accept that like that was the Quicksilver cameo or are we supposed to get something even I have some I have some okay so go for it yeah she, it's unclear because then later on after the Quicksilver episode Paul Bettany said that the cameo still hasn't happened yet and that there he's okay. looking forward what he said though is I'm looking forward to working for I'm looking forward to working with an actor I've wanted to my whole life and now some people and I disagree with people are saying mm. well he was just joking and he meant because the white vision that he's gonna be able to act with himself which I don't think that that's true but that's some people's theory is that's what he meant by that right um, okay so I think that it's still coming my whole thing is that like I I was trying to guess forever what it was going to be. And at this point, it's like, I just have to completely go off the board. There's not even think about it. Cause right. if I get it right, all that's going to do is disappoint me. So I actually don't want to guess, <laughs> you know? So you'd, okay. I, I'm really glad you brought it up. Cause uh, like Michael mentioned it early on. And uh, I think, I think that's really the thing I've been enjoying as much as like, for sure. Uh, I appreciate um, AC's like kind of oh, yeah. deep dives and going into everything. I, I'll be honest. Sometimes I almost want to sit out the Easter egg segment and mm. like skip it entirely. Like, or even when we're talking about it in our group chat, I'll be honest. Like a lot of times I don't open the tweet or I don't check yeah. what's going on because what I'm really enjoying about a post Endgame Marvel world is I don't know what the hell is going on. Mm-hmm. Like, I think everything before it, we all knew 
enough about yeah. the Infinity Saga that we can piece together mm-hmm. and come up with ideas. But now we knew where it was going. We knew the shape. We knew where it was going. We knew the shape. We knew where it was headed. Eventually, it was going to come to a showdown with Thanos. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was all yeah. just a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah, they have yeah. an open map here. And here, yeah. it's just the possibility of all like you can easily go to source material you can easily refer to things like there are things that have not been tapped into especially because we're talking about like the x-men and we're talking about fantastic four and we're talking Mm -hmm. still about spider-man that you know spider-man in mcu is very young right like even though we've had so much spider-man in film in mcu is very young that there's so much that we have not tapped into and yet what is really exciting for me and what i've really enjoyed about wandavision is the idea like I would say my first couple of episodes, I'd watch it. I'd do some readings in terms of like figuring out like mm-hmm. certain Easter eggs there. Ever since maybe about halfway through the season, I just stopped. Yeah. I just watched the episode. I talk with you guys on the pod um, and I just keep on moving on. And I think that's been my favorite thing mm-hmm. about experiencing this is just not thinking and being genuinely shocked and surprised at different I- moments of when they happen. I haven't done any reading or viewing outside of AC stuff. Right. Partially because I want to be surprised and partially because the type of people other than AC who tend to break down Easter eggs are insufferable and I don't want to listen to them talk about anything. I didn't um, want to tap into that side of it, but yeah. But that's definitely, I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. Like yeah, yeah. AC is very nice and very patient and likes to talk about stuff in a way that's positive and not the way that most people do. Right. Um, but yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. And I, I did want to say, and that's interesting that you mentioned that because I kind of thought about this as I've kind of ventured into this world where now I get to see every day uh, being a writer uh, at uh, uh, Murphy's Multiverse, shout out to them, um, seeing kind of what they deal with on a daily basis with these people who just go nuts every time anybody gets something either wrong or says yeah. this and it's not an absolute and stuff like that. So that part of it has been interesting, but to kind of bring it back to uh, more questions, because I do, I do have more like for me, um, Actually, you know what? I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to make a prediction for this episode. Um, so I do believe... Wait, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not listen to this prediction. So I'm going to turn off the speaker on okay. my end so right. I don't oh, yeah, hear this. Cause I don't. I got to listen because I got to edit it. But AC, what's yeah. the prediction? Well, yeah, by all means. All right. So, so Tayona Paris, in an interview, she did say that this, this show is going to end and be epically sad. Um... The only thing that I can assume is I don't think the kids are going to die. I definitely Wanda's not going to die. Um, yeah, Westview Vision, that's about to be a wrap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he's definitely going to die. Why don't you think the kids are going to die? Don't they die in the comics? Well, they get reabsorbed in the comic books, but then eventually they come back and then they become young Avengers. Uh, okay. Young Avengers is the, is what they're what the MCU is setting up concurrently with everything that we'll be seeing Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, yeah. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, all of the all of the properties. We will see um, young young people uh, related to these Avenger people that will eventually form their own team, and mm. Billy and Tommy are a big part of that uh, with okay. the, with their powers that we've already seen. So. I'm assuming that Westview Vision is going to die in protecting yeah. uh, protecting Wanda and the family mm-hmm. against White Vision. Now, whether mm-hmm. White Vision survives, that'll be interesting to see. But yeah, that's my, and, and I feel like that's an easy one. Like, yeah, that's, the, I mean, I think that that's what they've been setting up. Um, I think just because uh, that, yeah, I, I also think that's a fitting end to the story because I don't think that, um, 
I unfortunately I unfortunately for Wanda the fictional character I think the most satisfying way I, I think it, it's satisfying narratively that Vision's death is final that I don't think it should be undone anyway I'm gonna give a thumbs up oh there's no uh, there's yeah there's absolutely no happily ever after for this yeah. this can't yeah. this is not yes. this is not sustainable yes you know yeah of course of course yeah. and you know a couple more things um that said you're scratchy I wonder, is Senor Scratchy actually the villain in disguise? Like, that would be kind of <laughs> crazy if he was. Oh, and it's yeah, like one yeah. of those hiding in plain sight uh, things that that we wouldn't have expected. And especially because, uh, you know, Agatha's been holding him and and really, uh, <laughs> it, it really has been, uh, what you call it, uh, we've seen, we saw a little bit of like the monstrous aspect of, uh, of that. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. And more importantly, Hayward, I would like to know something along the lines of whether he has something extra planned, mm-hmm. whether um, in the last five years, mm-hmm. is he, uh, has he been up, what has he been actually up to besides mm-hmm. this? And just the general nature, because I, I have now found this character, as much as I dis- dislike him, to be incredibly interesting mm-hmm. because he's shown uh, some aptitude out there. Yeah. So. That's yeah, a, that's I think that else like honestly, I think that the, in such a bizarre narrative way, I think the fact that they introduce him to you as like, this is the guy, this is the schmuck that has to get the presidency job because uh, Monica was indisposed. That I think that they sets it up like, oh, just another mediocre white guy failing to the top. And sure, he is mediocre in a lot of ways, but he clearly is more than just an idiot oh, bumbling 100%. through. And I think that I, I think we all were like, oh, he's just an idiot who doesn't really know what he's doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm fascinated to see. Now, what I'm pretty fascinated about is now, uh, Mike, you mentioned that you don't make predictions and well, you don't like look at Easter eggs and stuff. But so beyond what you think the answers will be, what are the questions that you want to have answered? And what are the things you like, want, like, what are the things that you are expecting from the finale to get resolved? Ooh. Um, honestly, sorry to punk out. No, I don't, I don't, I think it goes hand in hand with just living in the moment. I don't, I don't, yeah. I'm going in with no expectations. That's I'm expecting fair. to enjoy it. I mean, that's it. I, I don't, yeah. cause it's like, I, I feel like unless you're AC mm-hmm. and unless you just have this incredible grasp of the source material, mm-hmm. I think trying to predict where they take this thing is an exercise in futility because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, again, I watch, I watch infinity. I watch in game, the end of end game, four or five times a week just <laughs> because you know it still uh, gets you going right like i every time i see the assemble scene i think i still get well, hit. but but it's like think about put yourself back in the moment right put yes. yourself back in the moment mm-hmm. when thor is getting the shit kicked out of him mm-hmm. and thanos is putting the store putting stormbreaker in his chest and we see Milner start to move I didn't know that that was Cap, Not but I yet. should have. I should have, but I didn't. Right. Like, who the fuck else would be able to like? Thor's a little busy right now. <laughs> no, I, I was with I was with you, AC. Like I was like, oh shit, it's the Cap moment. Yeah. But it, the Thor, I oh, knew no. it was great. I stood so up. Great. I stood up involuntarily. Thank but, God but, I was in but, the back row. But the reason the reason I say that is like this team is so brilliant, and it's just yes. they're they're on their game. They're collectively on their game to a point where it's like, even if I were sophisticated enough, like mm-hmm. AC or you guys, to be able to have a prediction, mm-hmm. it would be wrong. Yeah. Like it's just, it's like, I, I, you know, so that's why 
Jerome, I appreciate you just being like, you know what, I'm just going to disconnect because I don't even want to know. I, I don't even want to know. <laughs> right. I just want to, I, right. I want to be shocked. I want it to be, I want the moment to be pure. You ever go um, back and watch Winter Soldier? Like, you know, it was a badass randomly. You know, I was thinking about, like, thinking about all the stuff that I just watch because, you know, all, I just watch them all periodically. Like, Natasha mm-hmm. is, mm. I, I need for fucking, I need for the Black Widow to come out because. Oh, yeah. Since Natasha's death, mm-hmm. we have forgotten how incredible she is. She has like, no powers and she fucks up a bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> my yes. favorite moments is when is when Bucky gets on the car mm-hmm. and they're driving a the car and she's on Cap's uh she she's on Cap's lap mm-hmm. and she pushes uh she pushes uh Anthony Mackie, she pushes Falcon's head out the way from the uh from the headrest. Because she knows that's what I would have done. <laughs> She's like, I, like he's going to shoot at your head. So let me hurry up and push you off yep. the way because I know exactly where this bullet is headed. You know, she pushes Sam's head. I, I just, I, I watched that the other day. I'm like, yo, Natasha was a badass. Mm-hmm. She outsmarts Loki in Avengers. Yeah, and yeah. This movie is she's incre- so un- she's so unlucky that she's surrounded by people with superpowers. Because yeah. if she wasn't, it'd be like, oh my god, she is the most deadly spy in the whole world. Like she right. would fuck Jason Bourne all the way up. But all since she's since she's surrounded by super ha- heroes, you're like, like if Why she got she the super there? soldier serum, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, Mike, I think your point's absolutely correct. Um, don't bother. Yeah. I Now, the reason I, even though I don't have the comics now, is the reason I still make predictions and stuff is because exercises and futility are my middle name. But, um, <laughs> wait, yeah, okay, I, I got a question just about oh. the Endgame wa- rewatching. Sure. Do you ever, Michael, watch the YouTube clips that feature the fan reactions in the theater? Because I'll I've be honest, it. I sometimes do that just to feel something. Just I've seen to feel, it. It's, it gives me, it, it gives, it definitely, it's a cool moment. Yeah. Um, but I, but and I, I like that somebody thought to do it. Mm-hmm. And the reason I like it is because I don't need it. Because every time I yeah, watch yeah. it, I, For I sure. get chills yeah. every single time. Without question. When they assemble, it, it, like, it, is, it is a reputation. It's one of the greatest achievements in modern, modern memory. That yeah. 20 plus movies come together yeah. in one moment. And it all, it, it, when they assemble, it's just like, like one of the, it's when it comes to cinematic movie. nailing the end, like nailing the landing, oh my god! Like, yeah, like it's 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 the it was the moment we literally waited a decade for. Yeah, the payoff is ridiculous. We waited, we waited was, a decade yeah. for that. Yeah. Wow. It, and you know? man, I honestly I I watch them sometimes, but there's certain like I think that my feeling was not want to say unique, but like even the most raucous crowds, I feel like the crowd I was in was it was in a relatively small theater for an opening night. And it was like, it, just the energy of it is so, it, I just have, I feel it in my body when I think about the moment of right. Avengers Assemble. Like I'm I said, feel it right now. Just yeah, like when, about oh, I'm going to watch it right after this. When Cap grabs right the now. hammer, like, I mean, when I say I involuntarily stood up, I mean, there was an oh, energy same. that shot through my legs that I, I could not keep sit, sitting. Daughter. I squealed. Yeah. I was with my oldest daughter. She's, she's 14 now. So I guess she would have been, what, 12 or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took her to the midnight show because she's mm-hmm. she's so into it, and mm-hmm. I th- I know I embarrassed her because you know that she's like, "Dad, you're embarrassed." I'm like, "I'm gonna fuck." Like I was like, yeah. "Yes!" I was like, "Let's <laughs> do it!" That energy, I love it. <laughs> Bro, watch Cap go to work on Thanos. Mm-hmm. Just like he had him for a second. He just oh, yeah. went for yeah. that damn kill shot, but he was he was working him. Did your theater was, applaud yes, every time a new portal opened up? 
Yes. Because yes. I was, I, one of the best moments is, and I, it really special. I legitimately think this is just an awesome experience. The theater I ended up going to, because it's one of the, it was one of the few ones I could reserve tickets for is I went to the Magic Johnson Theater. Uh, in oh, Harlem. Nice. And nice. so, and I, I'm not saying this is a joke. When the portal opened up from Wakanda, I uh, was just legitimately like a special moment. Like I got chills because yeah. it was, yeah. the, 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 it wasn't, all the other ones like, yeah, but like, it was like really like, oh man, like our guy's here. And well, my, that shit theater, like that, like that's, oh, I loved it. My theater went the craziest when Spider-Man came yeah, out. Yeah, I, I think that's I've heard happened. that from other yeah. people. Yeah. 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 When Spider-Man came out. And, and it was weird. It's like, again, this goes back to like just being in the moment. Like, guys, we knew it was going to work. Yeah. They yeah. worked all stay dead. We knew, mm-hmm. but we like, but you, but when they, when, 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 when Hulk snapped and, and then, you know, Thanos, you know, attacked the Avengers compound, I was not thinking about yeah the other Avengers and whether or not it had worked, even mm-hmm. though we knew it worked because the birds came back. So it was like, mm-hmm. oh shit, they got double the birds now. Like, you know, his <laughs> wife, like, like, Hulk, like Hawkeye's wife called. So we knew they were back. Yeah. Well, it goes to the Milner scene too, right? Because it's just, you're so enraptured in the moment that your rational, logical brain is not able to decipher what is about to happen, even though it's so obvious when you look back and like, oh, this is exactly what's happening. Yes. Like they're not going to lose this. Like, like, like Cap getting up with a fucked up arm and, and half a shield. It's like they're on help is on the way. But I mean, you know, on your left, man, yeah. all of it, man. Like I just, it's a, there's I no just, sense of dread man. whatsoever, and yet the how uplifting it is, it makes it feel like you think you're gonna lose. They're gonna lose, even though you absolutely yes. know they won't. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, no, it was one of the most genuine moments in in uh, watching movies that I've ever had. AC, do you think you're just... getting a moment like this at the uh, for the finale? Oh, what of WandaVision? That's yeah. a tall order. Come on, that's a tall. No, no, but like I think, I think Wanda in a in smaller doses has actually delivered us some like big like holy oh, shit moments, right? So I yeah. think like at like to scale, I I think they ha- they have to have a couple more coming at the end. Oh yeah, they got tricks in the bag for this one. You know what, yeah. Jerome? I I think we're gonna get something that's really really fun mm-hmm. that uh mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. a television scale that we're gonna really enjoy. Um, I can't. I can't think that they won't because of how uh, layered this series has been from the start. And now I get the sense that we're gonna get the those battle moments. Um, maybe a little bit of a CGI fest uh, here coming mm-hmm. this Friday. So I'm um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I think it's gonna be great. It, I, yeah. I I don't know if you said it because I did actually mute you, so I didn't listen to anything there. I just oh no, you, I didn't like, say wiping, I didn't say no, that. No, no, but like this, I, I, I just saw you wiping the spiel. top of your nose. So I'm assuming someone just like suffers through a heavy sinus infection. Um, <laughs> that was your prediction. <laughs> but, no, no, but like. Eight? Go ahead, Michael. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jerome. I'm sorry. Uh, what you got? Um, I was so the one thing I'm curious about, and I, it's not a prediction or anything, but just because of where he stands at the end of this episode, uh, is does Vision make it past the series? That is a question that we discussed when you're. When you're and I'm this. assuming that's yeah, but like not to make a prediction one way or another, but that's something to look forward yeah. to at least. And I'm excited to yeah. find out what they do with it. Yes, I man, I I'm so gonna, excited. I was gonna ask you guys like, so it drops. Friday morning, yeah, you know, like mid- midnight. I've never watched it at midnight, but midnight at West else. Coast, yeah, uh, three midnight West Coast. Coast. Okay, that's what it is. Oh, so that's why I haven't watched it. <laughs> I, 
has anybody set up like a fucking watch party? Like, can somebody agree? Like, hey, everybody, we're gonna watch it at six p.m. Pacific and oh, be on man. Twitter for a watch party for the finale. Like, I just don't trust just the internet. The yeah, like, I don't trust people not. The second to watch you make it. that That's agreement, you problem. have that one yeah. person who's gonna want to ruin it for everyone. Yeah, I, just... I I'm gonna watch it. I've I've watched it after work every Friday. Uh, just because I honestly just yeah. every Friday, every every Friday I w- um every Thursday night I'm like I'm gonna wake up early enough where I can watch it before work and then every day I'm like why would I do that I would rather sleep an hour um <laughs> and this time I am actually you know what, just I can't have spoilers this time so I am gonna yeah. wake up early but um yeah I wish that there was a way to do that but I just don't trust yeah the internet's made it kind of impossible yeah, to like I, get past no but I just mean it's like a certain certain group of people same as like yeah, individually we all yeah, avoid true. spoilers yeah. individually yeah. we do so if like mm-hmm. if we were like yo guys we're gonna do a watch party at this time and we're gonna you know, have yeah. you know WandaVision finale trending or something and it's just like that's where people I mean are, I think I the know, moral of that story I think the the moral of that is that we could organize such a thing if we had the massive Twitter following to do so. What you should do is follow us at Amps University. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, but I think that's a great idea. I would, I think we should try to do that. I I think we should probably try maybe try to do that with some of the Falcon Warrior Soldier stuff. Um, yeah, you know, last time, that's a I, good I idea that you presented, Mike, for sure. I just remember the last time I, I felt this uh, excited about something that was dropping weekly was the Last Dance. When the Last mm. Dance was dropping weekly. Yeah. It was like everybody was watching the last dance and reacting to it and talking about it. Like it was, it was something that we needed. And, and WandaVision has been a just a breath of fresh air. It's been like, oh, thank you so much for doing the, like, the great thing about. I mean, we had missed it from because we haven't had any theater releases from the MCU, so right, it kind right. of filled that void, you know. Yeah, the thing about WandaVision, which is really impressed, made me pleasantly surprised, because with the last dance, because like I like to consider myself like halfway in NBA Twitter because I hosted a podcast that happened to be on a. Uh, network that was mostly basketball, even though I'm not the hugest NBA fan in the world. I love the NBA, but not the Anyway, my point being that a lot of like my friends and followers and stuff are like my NYU artsy friends. And mm-hmm. even like, so this is like both my basketball Twitter people I follow and like the artsy pe- TV people I follow love WandaVision in a way that, or like even my friends from high school who would like, I might derisively be like, yeah, they don't probably watch WandaVision are really into it. And it's just like the appeal of it has really kind of surprised me. Cause when it first started, um, there was a lot of people worried, like, is WandaVision going to turn people off or is no one going to watch it? But now it feels like everyone's watching it. And I think that just goes to show two things. Yeah. One, that Marvel's very good. And two, and I really mean this, that like, we got to stop assuming audiences are too stupid to get it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, people are, I think every person who watched WandaVision is like, I like it, but are other people too stupid to enjoy it? It's like, just stop doing that. Just assume that people yeah. are smart enough to get it, you know? Um, and I, I'm really glad that people do. Anyway, we've been going for a very long time. So I want to <laughs> thank Michael Smith for coming on again. We want to have you on for a while. I, you're one of the most insightful guests. You know, you oh, know yeah. him. Well, as I mentioned, for various TV things, um, I know this because I've listened to a podcast. I've one of the most prolific uh, Madden Dynasty players uh, ever to play the game. <laughs> um, I think my my older brother is a huge Dynasty, like crazy fanatic like you. And I texted yeah. him the thing you said about Gardner Minshew. And he was like, and I told him to listen to it. And he said I, he never felt a more kindred spirit in his life. So, he felt seen. Uh, he felt so because he's one of those like <laughs> he always sims. He makes sure to sim the entire what actually happened, and then he starts the next season type of guys. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. We we have, yes, it's like okay, since we're in the trust tree, yeah. Um, I took Madden twenty, and I see what I had to do though 
the thing I didn't like, the only way to make it work is I had to turn off the salary cap. Yeah. Mm. So I had to turn off the salary cap in order to get every player on the team that they actually signed with mm-hmm. in pre in 2020 free agency. Mm-hmm. So they signed in free agency. Then I imported the draft class. And in order to have the draft class go in approximately the right order, <laughs> compensatory picks notwithstanding, <laughs> uh, I had to um, force the results that happen in, for mm-hmm. every team's schedule, which ain't that hard because once you get to a, to a certain number of teams scheduled, then you, by, by extension, you're doing the other team's schedule. Yeah. So it's easy to get the results you want. So I got all the results that they happened in the 2019 season. Mm-hmm. Can't believe I'm actually sharing this with don't 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 put this part in the pocket. Okay. <laughs> I'm making a note. But I got I got all the results and um <laughs> and it had, had had all the rookies on the right teams from uh, the real people that's doing God's work are the people mm-hmm. that are creating the draft classes. Those oh, are absolutely. the people that's doing God's work. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it, yeah. So uh tell your tell your brother I feel I, him on I, that. It's, he's believe me, he's it's, indebted to those people too. Um, it's stimulating. It is mentally yeah. stimulating to uh, to build teams. Yes, you know. All right, so, so. let's go. Yes, once again, thank you, Mike. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Uh, you're welcome back whenever you like. I want to thank. Oh, my I co-host. was just kidding. I was uh, just kidding. Everybody know I'm a nerd. Now. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you actually <laughs> want me to cut it out. I, I I'm always good about that. I will always cut oh, anything dude, anyone else yeah, out. Fine, uh, fine, yeah, yeah. You know, AC I though. Was... I want to thank AC Anthony Canton, the prophet, the wizard, the man who knows everything. Hey. AC, where can people follow you on Twitter? <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Anthony Canton underscore three. Uh, check out the work that I do for uh, Murphy'sMultiverse.com. Um, Obviously, the WandaVision recaps are up, and, I, and I'm going to be doing a lot of content related to Falcon and the Winter Soldier nice. on there. So uh, looking forward to that. And, of course, this podcast, yeah. you know, continue to support us. Appreciate you. And uh, I did realize I forgot to mention it's at Michael Smith, right? Or uh, Yep. That's it on Twitter. Yep. That's yep. It. And uh, Jerome, where can people follow you? Uh, yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Black Dragon Roll, and uh, I just be doing things. He just be doing things. That's honestly the best way to describe what Jerome does, and I mean that in the nicest way possible. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the J Christie. Listen to my other podcast, No Funk and Strictly Monk, in which I talk about the USA Network original series Monk with Fernando Cabrera. And you know, just once again, MC University Pod for this on Twitter. We just got 600 followers because we managed to get lumped in with a bunch of other accounts to follow. It was really awesome. And keep t- you know, tell your friends about this podcast. Um, it's been a joy to do, and we're so excited to uh, talk about the WandaVision finale. Um, any last thoughts before we sign off, AZ? Um, I just, I just want to know if, if Mike wants to come back. Like, when, when does Mike want to come back? Does he want to come back for the finale? Does he want to come back for Falcon and the Winter Soldier? It's always open it, up I'll to come, you, bro. Let's, uh, let's see what happens in this finale. I may hit y'all up and, and, and All right. well, Yep. All right, man. Sounds like a plan. I'll be in, in touch with you, sir. Yep. All right. All right. Y'all be good, fellas.